0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the highlight of human civilization. It's called Coffee with Scott Adams, because that's what we're going to do. And it's a Sunday fun day where the news is all more laughable than serious. And all you need to do to take this day up to a level that nobody can even understand with their puny human brains, all you need is... A cup or a mug or a glass, of cha- a tank or chalice or stein, a canteen jug or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid. I like coffee. And join me now for the unparalleled pleasure of the dope bean. At the end of the day, the thing that makes everything better. It's called the simultaneous sip. It happens now. Go. <clears throat> well, That's some good stuff right there. Well, <clears throat> it's happening. It's happening, people. Uh, thanks to the Prince of Fakes, or also known as bry.ai on the X platform, there is now a uh, AI that is built on my personality. <laughs> I don't know if it's my personality or just my voice, but I listened to uh, the creator of it uh, have a conversation with me while I wasn't there. Now, I think this, this uh, idea of having the ability to imitate anybody's voice really has some legs, because if you have not heard the the mashup of uh, yeah, if you if you haven't heard Tucker Carlson, it's a fake AI voice of Tucker Carlson uh, talking about the uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, <laughs> except reporting it in his Tucker Carlson way, it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen. All right. it's almost incapacitating it's so funny so look at look for that in my i just posted that uh, before i got on here you know what i miss i don't know if you miss it i miss information do you remember when we used to think that you would get information i miss it and now instead of missing information i have misinformation that's all i have it's all misinformation I love how, how language evolves. I go from missing the information to, hey, that's misinformation. Okay, I guess I'll ignore it. Anyway, um, this first story is in the category of, you know, I always suspected that might be the case. Are you ready for this? After After I tell you the story, I want you to say silently to yourself, you know, That's exactly what I might have suspected might happen. There's a company named Avast that sold privacy software. So it was software to help you you get more privacy. Uh, Then allegedly they sold the user's information. (laughs) That's right. Allegedly, it was a software to help you protect your privacy, but they were just harvesting your personal information and selling it. Now, can you honestly say you've never, you've never thought once? I wonder if this is a trick. Have any of you ever bought uh, antivirus software and thought to yourself, "Who makes all this software, or who makes all these viruses?" That's a lot of work to put in to make a virus. For what reason, I don't know. But I always suspected. That, yeah, I always suspected McAfee might not be. Just the person who stops viruses, if you know what I mean. I have no information to back up that allegation, but I always just wonder. It'd be a little bit easy to create the problem you're solving. Just makes you scratch your head. Well, let's talk about uh, Trump's big victory. Um, so uh, <laughs> so we'll talk about South Carolina but uh, take a look at how Trump, um, at CPAC, uh, just recently. Here's his latest framing of his revenge. He said, "Quote: The unprecedented success of the United States of America will be my ultimate and absolute revenge." So he's very committed to that reframe, which is brilliant, because it just—he uh, basically—he took away their entire argument. Correct me if I'm wrong. But from the moment that, the, that Trump said his revenge would be success, did the bad guys stop harping on it? They did, didn't they? It just went cold. <laughs> Have you ever seen that done before? Have you ever seen a reframe just take a story completely out of the news? Because the big story was, hey, he's gonna, he said he's going to be a dictator and he's going to get a bunch of revenge. And then he just reframes it, and they're like, never mind, never mind, we don't want to talk about that anymore. Well, a uh, commentator, analyst on CNN called uh, Trump's win in South Carolina, and I guess maybe his whole arc, the greatest political comeback of all time in CNN. (laughs) Now, What's the other way to refer to the greatest comeback of all time? Is there another phrase that anybody's... Oh, there it is. Yeah, The third act. The third act. Here it is. Here it is. (laughs) You know, the third act will not be complete unless and until... uh, it looks like the 2020 election was rigged and there's you know, evidence that people believe. That would be the ultimate revenge. Or, alternately, if he doesn't prove it, imagine if Trump could get a majority of the people in the country to think it was rigged, whether or not we could prove it or not. Wouldn't that be amazing? Imagine that. Imagine if Trump could get a majority of people to say that the election was rigged. I mean, that would be hard to do, wouldn't it? Uh, my next story is that the voters in South Carolina, 70% of them thought the election was rigged. Huh. Versus <laughs> <a> 75. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, it looks like that third act is looking, looking pretty good. Um, but people have different opinions about how massive this victory was. Uh, was it really the big the big third act, or was it underwhelming because they thought he would do better? Well, Ian Bremmer says uh, it's a big win for Trump in South Carolina. The GOP nomination is his, but it's much worse performance than the polls predicted because so many in the GOP don't want him. Mm-hmm. Well, I see, I see the point. It did suggest that 40% of the voters uh, were voting for somebody else. You know, we don't know how many of them were actually Democrats who were allowed to vote if they hadn't voted in the Democratic primary, I guess. So it's a little unclear just how clean that number is, but uh, I, would, I would advise Ian Bremer, that that's not really telling you what you think it is because of the stage of the election we're in. I don't think it matters one bit that 40% of the primary voters voted for somebody who wasn't Trump. Do you know why? I just keep saying this every time he runs. <laughs> he, he doesn't have to outrun the other campers. He only has to outrun the bear, right? <laughs> so the only thing that matters is if people prefer Trump, let's say Republicans, because they're the, you know, the ones who have to vote for him and show up, it only matters if they prefer Trump over Squinty McShuffle Dead. That's right. I'm trying out a new nickname. Squinty McShuffle Dead. I think that covers everything. He squints, he shuffles, he looks dead. Squinty McShuffle Dead. Try it, it really rolls off the tongue. I was trying to make it a Shuffle um, Squinty McDementia, but McDementia, I don't know, your, your tongue just trips over that a little bit. But Mcshuffle you can't tell me you don't want to say that at home. Say it, say it out loud, McShuffleDead. dead, squinty Mcshuffle dead, you like it. I know you like it it'll catch it it'll catch on with you well we you know there's a quite a bit of a mystery here because uh c n n is really confused why. They've tried so hard to turn Trump into some kind of an insurrectionist, racist monster, and yet he just becomes more popular. And it's very, very confusing, and watching them try to figure it out is quite, quite entertaining. Um, but one of the things they get a little uh, pushback for, I'm seeing a lot of people push back, the NAACP is on the top of the list. Uh, they're pushing back at the idea, and it 's really racist and offensive, they say, that Trump would indicate that maybe he 's more popular with uh, black voters because he was um, indicted so many times and and that that might uh, and that he has a good mugshot. and the NAACP points out, and I think they make a good point it's very insulting, very insulting imagine that black voters are going to black are going to more support trump because he's he's been accused of criminal activity very very racist racist unless <clears throat> unless you realize that the entire democrat party is really unified only by one thing the fact that they assert they're all victims otherwise there's nothing that unifies them right like, what do the liberal single women and the you know, the black voters who are Democrats, what do they have in common? Well, what they have in common is they all feel they're victims. So Trump, who has 91, <laughs> 91 indictments against him that every reasonable person thinks look like bullshit, do you think nobody's noticed that these charges look a little bit overdone? Do you think there's nobody in Black America who's noticed the 91 indictments on things that do look like bullshit to anybody? They haven't noticed. that does the NAACP think that the, the real thing is doing the crime? The, the thing that he, he may I mean, this would be the theory you might get a little extra credit for being falsely accused isn't falsely accused the thing the bigger thing yeah i think falsely accused and targeted by the the justice system is a pretty strong thing to bond on absolutely because i find that i bond with anybody who is blamed for the same things i'm blamed for so anybody who got canceled i'm automatically you know, more likely to support them. And it's not because I agree with everything they've ever said. I haven't even checked. I don't know. Do I agree with everything Roseanne's ever said? I don't know. I don't know, but I definitely bond with her over getting canceled. Do Do I agree with uh, you know everything, uh, I don't Steve Bannon or Peter Navarro or anybody else said? I don't know. But I bond with them for being canceled, for sure. And same thing with Trump. So maybe maybe people are looking at the fact that the justice system is after him, maybe. But uh, the theme for today's uh, show will be, uh, I wonder why Trump did so well. How in the world is he doing so well with this great comeback that's kind of a miracle even CNN? So let's see if we can examine the news and see if we can find any little whiff, maybe a little hint, uh, just a suggestion of anything that could solve this mystery of why Trump would be doing better than people expected on CNN. What could it be? Well, I'm looking at Politico's headlines. Um, 10 ways a second Trump term could be more extreme than the first. Huh, I wonder if people have noticed that the news stopped being the news and turned into complete bullshit propaganda. Hmm. Do you do you think anybody's noticed a- anybody? I wonder if anybody's noticed that. Possible. Um, why do you think Politico says there <clears throat> that uh, Trump term could be more extreme? Why Why would you use that word more more extreme? Hmm. Well, it's a scary word. Yeah, it's like dark. Ah, now you see it, don't you? Yeah. It's an agreed upon term like chaos, dark, chaos, extreme. Do you know why they would say extreme? Why wouldn't you say his policies are bad and if he implements them, they will have bad outcomes? Do you know why they don't say that? Because even his enemies don't believe it. Let me say that again dog not barking. They had to give 10 reasons he's more extreme. But how about 10 reasons he would do bad things that would be bad for the country? Or how about 10 bad policies? Do you know why they don't say that? Because they don't believe it. <laughs> now, it might be extreme, but it might not be a problem. Is it extreme to say that you want to, I don't know, get rid of the Department of Education? Sure. You could call that extreme. Is it a bad idea? No. <laughs> no. Uh, is it extreme that you might get uh, you know, a little bit more militaristic with the cartels? Well, if it works, a lot of people are going to think that's a good idea. Is it extreme? Well, by modern standards, it would be. Is it a bad idea? Probably not. Probably not. So they actually have to invent a whole new word to insult them. I mean, the word existed. But they had, to, they had to pour a word from another context into politics just to have something to complain about because they couldn't find something wrong with his policies. They had to come up with temp extreme. And I don't even dislike extreme. I, I kind of feel like a little bit of extreme could be just about the right thing. <clears throat> well, let's see uh, what else. Um, uh, Van Jones uh, on CNN. Uh, one of the explanations he had for uh, why things are looking the way they are, and especially the, why, the reason that black uh, voters seem to be more favorable to Trump this time. <clears throat> so Van Jones had a, uh, a pretty good um, hypothesis. He thinks the reason that black voters are more, uh, more liking Trump is that uh, Russia, China, and Iran are working online to influence black men to vote against Joe Biden. So I wonder if anybody noticed the pattern. <laughs> Has anybody noticed the pattern of blaming Russia in particular for anything that's not going the way that CNN thinks it should go. This would be the 12th hoax from CNN just about Russia. I'm not talking about all their hoaxes. I'm talking about one little narrow area of hoaxes. This would literally be the 12th. I actually counted them up. Uh, I mean, I have them on list. And I, I know when I say that, if you're if you're new to this, you're thinking, well, there's not 12 of them. There couldn't be 12 just Russia hoaxes. Could there? Well, there was the original Russia collusion hoax that had about three sub-hoaxes to it. There was Russian bounties on American soldiers. There was a Hunter laptop was Russian disinformation. There was Trump was responsible for Navalny's death. There was Trump invited Russia to attack NATO. There's the FBI informant. Uh, that uh, turned out to be the most credible person except when he said something that they didn't want to hear and then it was a Russian misinformation. And then there was P- Putin blew up his own uh, pipeline. There was uh, Trump is romantically attracted to Putin. He has some kind of weird connection to him. There's Russia's beyond the anti-vax uh, movement. Um, I, missed, <laughs> I wrote that as anti-tax. Uh, there's the Alpha Bank hoax number 10. There's the Hamilton to 68 hoax number 11. And folks, number 12, is Van Jones saying that Russia is working online to influence black men to vote for Biden. What evidence do you think there is of that? Evidence? Hmm. I'm not sure I've seen any. <laughs> I don't know that he offered any. Did he offer any evidence? i like that he threw China and Iran in there, because, yeah, they're all working together. So even though Putin says that he would prefer Biden as president, you don't know if that's a trick. So keep an eye on that. Um, an MSNBC analyst, <laughs> Claire McCaskill, uh, she was a former Democrat um, senator. <clears throat> she, actually, <laughs> she actually said this on uh, MSNBC. And, of course, uh, Jonathan Turley and a lot of other people are calling around. But I'll ju- Let me just read it. Quote, Claire McCaskey says, McCaskill says, Can I make a suggestion? I move that every newspaper in America quits doing any fact checks on Joe Biden. What? Until they fact check uh, Donald Trump every morning on the front page. It is ridiculous that the New York Times fact check Joe Biden on something. I mean, he vomits lies. Trump vomits lies. And he, every day, over and over again. And, and, and it's just ridiculous that the New York Times is doing a fact check on Biden well, 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 they led Trump. They're numb. They're numb to the current, uh, the torrent of lies coming out of Trump's mouth. I was trying to read it in character. Gray's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back on my X feed, um, you might know that I was trying to see if I've been completely walled off from all Democrat viewers. And so, and so I posted uh, that batshit crazy women have total control of the Democratic Party. And I said, none of this looks like politics to me. It looks like organized mental illness. Now, imagine that I'd said that to a mixed audience of Democrats and Republicans. Can you imagine what the response would be? I mean, I just said the most sexist political thing you could ever say, that batshit crazy women have total control of the Democrat Party. So it was a test. Do you know what the test? The test was to see if I have any Democrats reading my stuff and I checked my comments I didn't have a single negative comment. None. Now, does that mean that everybody agrees with me that, uh, that the Democrat Party is controlled by batshit crazy women? Well, most of the Republicans do. <laughs> but I think I proved I don't have any Democrat viewership. I am I'm completely siloed off. And I don't know if Musk is aware of this. I don't know if he's aware of it. Now, it could, be, it could be that I've been walled off for a long time and the only traffic I saw was trolls. And it could be that the only thing that changed is that the trolls are more easily identified and, and removed from the system. So I might not be seeing any change at all except for the paid professional trolls who come over in waves. Maybe. But what it feels like to me is that X is uh, captured. Now, I'm not going to say it is, because I don't have any proof of that, but it acts like it is. I can't believe that I lost all Democrat-related... Even Nobody even leans Democrat and follows my ex-account. There, there are 1.1 million people, and nobody's going to complain that I just said the Democrat Party looks like it's led by batshit crazy women. Nobody? <laughs> Okay. Would you agree with me? Do you agree with me with my uh, hypothesis that it's not because everybody agreed with it? It's because they didn't see it. Wouldn't you say? So um, I would request that Elon Musk, if he has a way to do it, look in to see if there's any kind of force that is siloing people like me. Now, it could be that when I got canceled, you know, just all the Democrats unfollowed. Maybe, maybe, but that would be unusual behavior. I wouldn't expect it. So, um, let's see. And by the way, I think I I said it to partly test response, but I think it's true. I think that if you remove the batshit crazy women, and I mean that, I don't mean that in a political sense. I mean, it looks like mental illness to me. You get that I'm not using hyperbole, right? I mean, I use hyperbole, but in this case, I mean, actually, it looks like mental illness. And I don't mean that just to be political. That's what it actually looks like. Now, TDS is one thing, but it's deeper than that. I mean, the the fact that... I mean, you just have to look at the policy preferences and say to yourself, okay, there's something crazy going on here. All right, uh, Joe Biden's bragging about his student loan forgiveness. Uh, he says uh, nearly 800,000 people have had their debt forgiven, and uh, nearly 81 million people said, uh, F you, Joe, B- <laughs> Joe Biden, uh, you did not forgive any debt. You just transferred it to people who didn't get the benefit of going to college, which is what he did, largely. Um, sure, it's a life-changing change. So I wonder why... Uh, I wonder why Trump is doing so well. I'm trying to trying, trying to figure out if there's any kind of hint. Well, it could be that the Democrats just stole money from the people who didn't go to college and gave it to the people who did. It Could be that. It could be that, maybe. Um, or, well, let's look at what else the media is up to. Uh, um, wired, you know, wired the publication. Um, So eight years ago, they uh, worried that California is becoming too dry because of climate change. And they just published a story. They're concerned that California is becoming too wet because of climate change. So one of the problems with climate change is that it made California too dry, but also too wet. Now, I wonder if when Trump says the news is fake and climate change is a hoax, I wonder if any of that's starting to have an impact on people. Because, you know, the media is telling you that Trump's a terrible monster, and people are reading this media. They should believe it. I mean, think of the things they've told you that are all true. They told you climate change caused too much drying. They told you it caused too much rain. And they also told you Trump is a dictator and probably a racist. So if you look at the three things that they said that are completely true, why wouldn't you trust the media? All right. By the way, I didn't make that uh, observation myself, but it looks like I'm a terrible person, I forgot to credit the person who made the observation about Wired, so I apologize. But on X, I think I probably uh, posted it. All right. Um, End wokeness, which is a great account you should follow, on X, and wokeness. Uh, points out that uh, it, the uh, the Supreme Court in New York, looks like they have five members, if I counted right. And all five members of the Supreme Court in New York are black. And women. They're black and women. What are the odds of that? Well, uh, and wokeness did a little math for us. And I think he determined that uh, 1.5% of lawyers are black women. Hmm. 1.5%. But yet 100% of the New York State Supreme Court is black women. Hmm. Interesting. Now, imagine if you were a Republican and you lived in a country that told you that if you supported uh, Trump, or you were Trump, that you were a horrible, horrible racist, probably a dictator. Uh, a lot of chaos and maybe extreme. How would you feel if after years of the media telling people that that's a fact, not just an opinion, but it's a fact, and then you go in front of the New York State Supreme Court that by weird coincidence, and I'm not suggesting that, that these were not the most qualified people in the entire state of New York, but, but of course they were, uh, and which is a miracle given the numbers, But uh, I would not expect a fair hearing from five people who had been targeted to be hypnotized into believing that I'm the problem, not just with whatever they're looking at in their, you know, if they're looking at a specific case, but also in general on the problem. So I would suggest that if you're a white male, you should get the fuck out of New York because you don't have a chance. Yeah, so it looks like the the New York has gone complete racist, without any apology whatsoever. <laughs> complete racist, and then they hypnotize themselves into hating white people. Um, yeah, you should just get out of there. Uh, uh, it looks like too late to fix it. I would really get out of there. I wouldn't do any business in New York if if you're uh, white and male. All right. Now, how fascinated are you that I can say that casually and publicly? That's that's different, isn't it? I I can casually and publicly, and without any shame at all, tell you that if you're white and male, you should not do business in New York because they've created a racist system that's absurd. And if you get anywhere near that thing, you should escape, like literally move. That's not hyperbole. You should move. Listen to Kevin O'Leary, he'll tell you. Well, now we've got this case. Uh, I guess we know that uh, one of the people prosecuting Trump, funny Willis, appears to have lied on official government documents about her relationship with her uh, subordinate, Wade. Uh, but he apparently she was waiting onto his Willis a little bit more than... That's right. She was waiting on onto his willis. Um, a little bit more often than she said, or for a longer time period. And so Jonathan Turley points out that she's now prosecuting Trump for the exact crime that she just committed, and we can all say it. I wonder, I wonder if anybody else noticed. Is it possible that people think that Trump is being unfairly treated I, I don't know anybody, how anybody could come to that conclusion. So, CNN is very puzzled how, how people could think maybe there's something wrong and maybe Trump could fix it. Mike Benz had a great idea. He said we need a sanctuary state for conservatives. Now, that is an extreme idea, Mike. He's extreme. Extreme. It's a good idea, and I'm 100% in favor of it. But... Let me tell you, let me tell you, it's extreme in a good way. Uh, Yes, this is not hyperbole. I 100% completely seriously believe that it would be useful for uh, some state to become a sanctuary city for Republicans and anybody who's being abused by the Department of Justice. Because, you know, we don't have to talk theoretically or hypothetically about the weaponization of the Department of Justice. It is now weaponized. It's weaponized. <laughs> it, it's done, right? So, yes, um, some people are going to need to escape. And I i would love the option of literally just, just packing up the car and moving there and just being safe. And maybe you'd never be able to leave the state. <laughs> you know, because if you went back to your state, you get picked up. But as long as you don't go back to the state, maybe you'd be okay. Um, well, here's something else that probably completely confused CNN. Um, 53% of Jewish voters in New York State plan on voting for Trump. 53% of Jewish voters in New York State the bluest of the blue, plan to vote for Trump. I wonder if it had anything to do with anything that's been in the news lately. Has anything happened (laughs) that would make people a little more pro-Trump about the news? Could it be about Israel? Yeah, I think that might have gotten you a few Jewish voters by not being... Anti-Israel, at the you know, within a, just a few months of October seventh, probably a bad idea to to take that stance. So yeah, Biden's got a little trouble there. Um, let's see if we can look for more clues why the country might be turning more favorably to uh, Trump. Well, here's the story. Let's see if we can find anything in this. We'll dig down a little bit. Uh, Reuters uh, has fired a data scientist. And the data scientist, uh, apparently his problem was he did some research for Reuters, and he said that uh, cops kill more unarmed white people than unarmed black people. And that got him uh, bullied. But uh, that didn't get him fired until he said that Black Lives Matter contributed to the deaths of thousands of black citizens. Well, that'll get you fired. That'll get you fired. So he says, this is his claim, you know, you have to be careful of a... Disgruntled employee claim, but his claim is that he was uh, bullied and fired for having accurate information about the world. So Reuters, a organization whose job is, I think, to give you correct information. Do I have that right? It's been a while, but but Reuters is, is their that's their model, right? They're in the model of giving you correct information. But they had a guy, who, some white guy, who found some correct information. They're like, well, we've got to get rid of that right away. So allegedly. I'm going to say allegedly. Because you have to be careful of, you know, one person's account of something. So that you know, Daily Mail reported that. Yeah, it could have something to do with people's opinions, you know, stories like that. Well, CNN uh, sent a news crew... Um, no, it wasn't CNN. It was uh, 60 Minutes. Sent a news crew over to Sweden to do a little special about uh, you know all their new diversity and the uh, migrant situation, and things were going well and they were talking to some people and gathering some information. But at some point, they had a police escort. Why? Why did 60 Minutes need a police escort to go into the middle of a major Swedish city? Yeah. Uh, they don't say. But they had a police escort, and the police escort, for whatever reason, left. And they were surrounded by African migrants and attacked immediately. So, I don't know. Can you think of anything that would make Trump more popular that's happening in the news? Well, I don't see anything in that story, so let's keep moving. We're looking, remember, we're looking for little hints of why any reason that Trump would be gaining in popularity. We're I'm not seeing much. Uh, let's see. There's a story by Amuse on the X platform. It says the FBI is uh, doing an event. They're recruiting. Oh, good. That's good because the FBI is going to need new people. You always need new blood. So they're hosting a uh, an invitation only hiring event. Oh, that's good because you don't want like just everybody coming by. So it's an invitation only hiring event. Uh, for women and uh, people of color. Oh, okay. So white men are not allowed to go to the invitation-only event to get a job at the FBI. But we're not... I'm just not getting any hints why Trump is getting more popular all of a sudden, though. All right, well, we're going to keep looking. See if we can find anything in the news that would just, like, be a whisper, a suggestion, a hint. What, what could it be? Um, I mentioned that 70% of the people in South Carolina believe Joe Biden did not win in 2020. Hmm. Um, And CNN, when it talked about it, their uh, political analyst guy, uh, he said this, he said, uh, CNN, um, the 70% thought uh, Biden didn't win. And then he said that, quote, only a third give the correct answer to this question. <clears throat> so... A, a strong two-thirds majority believes that Trump actually did win and it was robbed from him, despite watching CNN all day long, who is telling you exactly the opposite, because that's the wrong answer, people. That's the wrong answer. So the fact that um, a third, only one-third of the people in South Carolina can correctly know what's happening, according to CNN... Okay, again, I, I'm coming up with nothing. I'm look what we're looking here is for reasons that people would like Trumps and like what's changed. I'm not getting anything. I'm just coming up with dry hole after dry hole. Um, Rasmussen is reporting that uh, the pollsters did a great job in South Carolina, and uh, they're giving them some credit, which is I think that's very nice of them because Rasmussen competes competes with some of the other pollsters. So for them to compliment them on such a good job, I think that's very big of them. So they said they did a great job. They were very close to the actual outcome of the election. Um, The way Rasmussen report says it is, how did uh, all these top pollsters come so close in South Carolina last night, but they totally missed their Georgia final estimates in 2022? So in 2022, they were way off. Huh. So, that's weird. Because they're so good now, but, I mean, that was only two years ago. But probably they just got a lot better. That's probably what happened. And again, once again, we see no reason to, see any reason anybody would prefer Trump. Because everything is working so well and so credible. I saw Mike Cernovich uh, post today that if, Navalny were American, he would be in prison for a January 6th offense. Well, that's probably true. I mean, that sounds right. But again, we're looking for reasons people would be favoring Trump. Anything in the news and nothing. I'm getting nothing. Uh, well, uh, Trump meet, uh, met uh, Argentina's Milay they had a warm embrace, and uh, I guess Vivek was with them. They had a good meeting there. And people are very happy about Miley, because they remind people of Trump, you know, populists. And partly, Miley has already balanced the budget in Argentina, something that people said was impossible. So let's see Miley's is doing things that remind people of Trump. He's already done a miracle in just a few days in Argentina. Trump and he get along great and he fixed everything in Argentina and he's a lot like Trump. Okay, again, I'm coming up with blanks. Why, why is Trump getting more popular? Is anybody seeing it yet? Well, it's like invisible to me. I, I can't see it. Huh. Okay. Uh, here's a story by uh, an account named Name, Name Redacted. That's the account on X. Um, is talking about how Google and Meta are an extension of the U.S. intelligence community. Well, I think that's a little going too far. <laughs> that's that's a little too far. I wouldn't say that Google and Meta are like an extension of the intel community. That's I mean that's a little crazy. Um, well, well, it is true that uh, Google's head of trust and safety and uh, Meadows, head of elections and content. They're both career CIA officers, but I don't think you can make much from you know two people. Like you know, it's not that unusual that somebody worked in one place and then they go work at another place. Let's not make a big deal about where they used to work, okay? Uh, since 2018, also seeing this on the name redacted. Um, here are the number of people each of them have uh, hired. So this would be the number of people from that intelligence community. Oh, so it's not just two. Okay, maybe I misled you. It's not just two that are in the most important jobs there. But Google and Meta has hired some other people. Um, from the CIA, CIA, for example, they got 36 people. 36 people hired from the CIA since 2018. But that's not really a lot when you consider the size of Google and the size of Meta, 36 people. That's not a lot. <clears throat> they got 68 from the FBI the same period all right, all right so that's you know over 100 but but that's not a lot of people when you look at the whole size of those organizations the NSA gave them 44 the DHS CISA 68 state department 86 and the department of defense 121 well that's a lot of people that's that's a lot of people <laughs> all from one one area of the world the intelligence community so but once again, it's an interesting story, a whole bunch of coincidences, but I don't see anything in this story that would suggest that you would need some kind of populist president to clean things up. Do you see anything? Like, I'm getting blanks. Nothing. Um, <clears throat> all right. Robert Kennedy, who uh, I guess is running as an independent, um, He says that the polls say that he would win in a three-way contest. And he says that the uh, South Carolina uh, result proves that, you know, it's a three-way contest. Hmm. So what do you think will be the treatment of RFK Jr. by Google and Meta? Let's see. He alleges that the intelligence community killed his uncle and his father and might kill him because he can't get any um, Secret Service protection even though the woman who just lost and is certainly not going to be president was uh, she got some. And then the biggest information companies in the world are now staffed with the very people he would worry the most about. Yeah, I don't see any problem there. Moving on. All right, so basically... the. Um, I think it's very confusing why Trump is becoming so popular just because we're positive at this point that climate change was fake, or at least the alarm part of it, just because the public doesn't trust the elections in general, just because the intelligence people seem to have taken over not only the mainstream media but major platforms. I don't think that's enough. Just because we're in wars that appear to be optional and for the benefit of who knows what. Just because we're being spent into total oblivion. Just because the awokeness has reached a level of absurdity that you can only laugh at at this point. To the point where leaving is your best option. Ah, huh, I wonder what it could be. Could it be the 91 indictments that are clearly bullshit? What could it be? Well, I guess we're going to have to leave that mystery for later. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, I suggest that this would be time to go enjoy your Sunday. I'm going to make it a little short today because there's nothing in the news except bad behavior. And watch out for the batshit crazy women because um, the fact that I can say that without any pushback is really amazing. For two reasons, one because of the silo, but also, I don't think anybody disagreed. I don't think they did, and I would go further and say that the Democrat Party became the party that you can't uh, talk to honestly, and that was the problem. Really, it's the whole problem there There aren't that many problems you can't solve if you have free speech. You know free speech is the number one thing. And if you create a, an entire political party whose entire um, character depends on not being able to listen to other points of view, because it would destroy their narrative of victimization, then you get here. You get to exactly where we are. There's no surprise. Our systems are designed to do what they're doing. Now, you say to yourself, but what is their intention? I don't know. I just know that the design of the system is guaranteed to remove any useful information from the news you you can tell that's a fact so i would assume it's designed for that right Right. it's designed to do what it's doing it doesn't matter what people thought when they designed it the design is your destiny it's going to do what the design drives it to do our current design Guarantees that the intelligence communities run the country, and it guarantees that the cartels will have free reign. Because, what do you think about the fact that Ken Paxton, the Attorney General for Texas, um, his framing is that uh, Biden is in partnership with the cartels. Now, what he means is that the border is open, right? That he's not going too much further than that. I'm going much further. I'm saying that there's only one explanation for what we see. If somebody wants to offer a second explanation, I'm all ears. I would love to be wrong and find out that our intelligence people are not actively partnering with the cartels. I would love to find out that they don't intentionally let them bring in drugs and traffic and you know traffic in humans as well uh, because they're getting some other benefit. Today, coincidentally... I, I saw a story that said the cartels have started to violate their own unwritten rule, and they started to do some violence around the uh, resort industry. Huh. Interesting. So apparently, the story says that the cartels have killed some people near or around resorts and that they used to have an unwritten agreement that they stayed away from the resorts. Do you know why? Why? Do you know why they stayed away from the resorts? The resorts in Mexico are their primary uh, business. I think the resort industry is the biggest or one of the biggest. So Mexico, as a government, can't really survive without tourism. Do you wonder if the cartels are working with the government? Yeah. Yeah, the government wants the resorts to work so they don't get attacked by the cartels because they want that to work. It's very obvious that the cartels run the government Uh, because it's a story that they broke their own unwritten rules about attacking. Now, can you point to a story in which a cartel attacked an American corporation operating in Mexico? Have you seen that? Does General Electric have any uh, operations in Mexico? And wait, does General Electric still own NBC? Or did they sell it? Give me an update. Does General Electric own NBC? They sold it? I think they sold it, right? Yeah. But, but the point is that if American companies want to be unmolested in Mexico, and of course they do want that, it probably requires having a deal with the cartels that they won't uh, blackmail the corporations. Instead, they'll do their bad business in other domains, and they'll just let them do it. Comcast owns NBC now. Okay, thanks. Comcast. So maybe everything is exactly what it looks like. If things were exactly what they looked like, what, how would you describe the world? What it looks like is the elections have been rigged forever, and we're just finding out about it. What it looks like is that the news is completely fake, maybe always was, Um, But we're finding out it's just, you know, intel and Democrats, blah, blah, blah. What we're finding out, I think, is that it's not so much Democrat versus Republican. It's always getting rid of the populists because the populists are the ones who are going to stop the wars. And war seems to be the business of the United States. It's the primary economic engine. And it seems to be driving our foreign policy completely. That's what it looks like. So uh, what about climate change? If it's exactly what it looks like, what is it? Well, what it looks like is a gigantic, you know, op. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure I'd say it's an op because you could get there without any coordination. You could easily get to the same place just by science being corrupt and people wanting to keep their jobs and groupthink and all that. You could get to the same place. But it looks like science is completely corrupted, and I think climate change looks different because we went through the pandemic. What was the number one argument in favor of climate change being just what the scientists said? Tell me, what was the number one argument that climate change was true? the number one argument that climate change is a big, big problem is that scientists wouldn't lie to you. And, and they couldn't have that many scientists who were wrong. Now we've proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, scientists will lie to you. Sometimes they'll almost all lie to you. <laughs> they'll almost all lie to you. And that there's a reason for it. And we saw the mechanism in play. Now, I got to admit, this was a blind spot for me for a long time, because I couldn't understand why there wouldn't be more whistleblowers in the normal course of life. Like, why aren't there more whistleblowers? It must be true. But you saw with the pandemic that being a whistleblower just, you know, got you crushed. So yes, there's a a, a systemic uh, pressure against whistleblowing that's more extreme than maybe it's ever been. I guess it's always been extreme. So if you just take what you learn from the pandemic, that yes, all the scientists can be wrong and even know it and lie to you anyway. That, that's like an easy thing to happen. Then you look at climate change and you go, oh, okay. <laughs> that would certainly explain a lot. So either, so here are your two hypotheses that you have to compare. Yeah. Number one, that uh, scientists cannot be, you know, corrupted by their economic benefit. Well, we've debunked that. Yeah, you, we've debunked that. And, but then in order to believe that climate change is still exactly what they said, knowing that the collective group of them could all be liars very easily, I mean, just trivially easily they could all be liars, We've seen it. We don't have to wonder if it's possible. That's a question that's been asked and answered. Yes, they could all be lying at the same time. Now, is that impossible to believe that they'll all be lying? No, we all believe that now. Didn't believe it before the pandemic, but we all believe it now. Um, Now we have to compare that to the alternative hypothesis. The alternative hypothesis is that scientists can accurately measure the temperature of the Earth with thermometers. Now, there was a point when you thought that sounded realistic, didn't you? (laughs) I swear it's the strongest argument. The strongest argument is, look at everything you've ever seen everywhere in your entire life. Look at every group activity, everything the public, everything the government's tried to do, everything your big corporation tried to do. Just watch people. Just people. People being people. And then tell me that you believe that we can accurately measure the temperature of the planet to within a tenth of a degree over time. You know that's not a thing. We all know that's not a thing. But it's easier to, you know, say it out loud, because now the experts have been so thoroughly debunked. The news is obviously corrupt, and science is not really something you should trust these days. So, I don't know. I th- I said in 2015 or 16, I said that Trump would change more than politics, and it was my most underrated prediction. Because here we are, this is all Trump. Every bit of what you understand about the world that maybe you didn't understand before, I know a lot of you were there early, but the things you were suspecting were completely true. And we know that now. So knowing that the news is not real just changes everything. Changes everything. Knowing that science can be completely fake and easily and trivially easily even if they're all on the same team, is really a mind-bender. <laughs> That'll really open up your head. But I think we're there. And I think that uh, the the two likely outcomes for the election are that Trump wins in, you know by a large number and just becomes president because it would be hard to stop him. The other possibility is that the intelligence people uh, working with Democrats, rig it so obviously that it also reveals all the past rigging at the same time. I do believe the most likely outcome is that they will try to massively rig the election. The most likely outcome. But only if they see that it's within, you know, close enough to to make a difference. So we'll see. Um, I I think the uh, the one statement that sums up last, I don't know, five to seven years, is everything you suspected? Probably true. (laughs) I'm not going to go so far as the moon landing is is fake, and I don't think the uh, airplanes are putting chemtrails in the air to kill you or anything. I don't believe that there are underground bunkers under all the Walmarts or whatever it is people are saying. or Is that what they're saying? So I don't believe the crazy stuff but i but i think the the let's say the political conspiracy theories they all look true. Political conspiracy theory, you know, the CIA is working with the cartels, probably true. Yeah, the the election was rigged, probably true. Probably. Yeah, etc. Uh the reason for the Ukraine war probably just warmongers making money. Probably. I mean that the, the war in Ukraine feels to me like two gas stations having a fist fight. Does anybody feel differently? I feel like the only reason we're in Ukraine is because our energy business requires it. You know, it's a competitive thing. And I can't see it any other way. It's a fist fight between two gas stations. And if, you, if you're willing to send your son or daughter over there, you're, you're crazy. That would be crazy. But if the Ukrainians want to do it, well, I guess if they want to. All right. um, Glad you agree. All right, everybody on the uh, X platform and Rumble and um, YouTube, too. Thanks for joining, and I will see you tomorrow, same place, for more fun on Monday.